Hey. Hey. <laughs> That's sober me talking. That's sober you talking? You're like, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me move my hair real quick. Comadre? Yes. Hello. Hey, Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, we're just waiting. We're waiting for Heather to join in. I mean, I don't know, but I think Heather's drunk, more drunk than me. She said she, she, said was... she didn't even take a shot. Well, I thought I thought the text read that she did. Yeah, me too. What? Hold on. Okay, let's see. Let's let. Oh, Heather. Heather. <laughs> did you take a shot or not? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Heather. Is her reception what? shitty or is it just me? Uh, it, it is. It's a little funky. Copy. Okay, Heather. What? Okay, can you uh, talk again so we can make sure that it's clear? Because I came choppy to me, and the girl say it's choppy as well. Oh, it's probably because I only have one bar. Okay, okay, no, no, no. You sound clear now. What about you guys? Oh, okay. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, if I get disconnected, that's only have like one bar, but we're gonna make it work. Okay, we're gonna make it work. All right. Can you so... hear me though? Yes. Okay. All right. So first, I want to introduce. This is Janie Cedar with her podcast. Um, we got Heather. Say hello. Hello. Irene. <laughs> Hello. And Alicia. What's up? All right, girls. We here. We live. We're doing it. So um, here we are doing this podcast. And I appreciate you guys going live with us. Um, This is going to be this is going to be fun for sure. No doubt about it. Um, You guys had everything going for you until I started drinking at two o'clock today. (laughs) It's all right. Then uh, all all our possibilities went downhill from there. You know what? We should have drank beforehand and then have that conversation. You know what? I think we should have because it's real when they say that liquid courage gets you. That shit gets you. <laughs> or we could just read our text. Yeah. <laughs> if we were to read our text, people would think we're on some shit, not just drunk. Because they weren't some enhancements of some kind. <laughs> no doubt about it. No I'm, about I don't know about it. y'all, but I'm saving that video. <laughs> <laughs> Me Girl, too. Saved her, saved. Me too. No lie. No lie. Had um, I been drinking at that very moment, I would have spewed something out of my nose, Janie, because I was not prepared for what was about to happen. No, no lie. Like, I'm really concerned about myself. I'm not lying to you guys. I'll be honest about it. Like, um, I mean, I'm already honest, but when I drink, I want to be hella honest, and that's a that kind of scares me. I'm not gonna. I lie. think it's because instead of listening, you're like, let me hit the punchline real quick. Yes, yes, and that's the bad part. Like, yeah, that's all good. That's kind of bad, you know. Um, uh, the first the, the first thing I want to talk about while we're on, and I appreciate you guys all coming on with me tonight. Which I think will be super fun because it's us. And uh, let me give a little backstory. So Heather is my very best friend in the world, Deborah, her daughter. And um, I've known Heather since she was a wee little baby. So uh, we go way back. 
and Irene is my comadre, and uh, we've known each other for about 16 years. And, uh, you know, she knows the low down and the high ups and everything. And Alicia is somebody I met through my work. We became dear friends. And I'm somebody I really confide in and um, uh, trust her judgment completely. And so these are people that are really important in my life that I think will make a change in humanity. And that's not just downplaying it, you guys. That's the real honest truth. I believe we are uh, realists. I believe that uh, what we have to say, what we have to contribute is really um, important to humanity and to life and to love, which is, you're right. which is why I invited you all, because I think that's what matters the most. And um, having said that, our topics are going to be kind of all over the place tonight, and I apologize for any little... Um, in the background, I hear a little coffee going up, and I believe it's just our connection all the way around for all of us. Yeah, um, I hear it too. Yes. So we're going to just try to keep it as clear and as concise as we can. And so the first thing I want to start off with is that I'm drunk. Let's start there. <laughs> I mean, let's be real with it. Let's, let's not lie about where we at. And I'm not going to lie. I've been drinking since about 2 o'clock. Me and Javi, my husband, um, started drinking. I I haven't drank at all in about uh, a month and not even a drink because I felt that I had to be coherent to everything that was going on. I was so afraid to get called that we had to move or we had to leave or with all this shit on the coronavirus going on, um, I had to be a sound mind and body. But Javi told me today in the morning when I got up that I really needed to... to um, relax and just yeah. be me and just take life as it is every day and so here we are and so I decided to drink today and the toughest thing for me today guys has been being away from my everyday crew which will stop by any given time or day to to bullshit or to talk or to whatever and so that's been tough for me you know and I know it's been tough for you guys and so on that note, I really want to touch on the coronavirus situation that's been going on. Um, I guess there's no way than to hit it than to hit it. What's your guys' take on what's everything that's going on? Let me know. Irene, go first. Ooh, on the spot. <laughs> well. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's... Um... Nothing no one's used to. I mean, everyone's just been, like, just told to stay home, don't go out, don't touch your face, wash your hands, you know. And it's it's crazy because you're even told that if you, like, if you feel symptoms, if you feel sick, if you feel short of breath, do not go to the hospital. Do not seek medical attention. And it's scary because that's the first thing everybody wants to do. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to go to the doctor. Everyone wants to go to a clinic, a hospital, everything. And it's just scary because you're told not to. You're told to call and get information and someone will come to you. And it's just out of everyone's norm. No one's used to it. Not, not No one in healthcare is, is prepared for this. No one on the street is prepared for this. So it's it's just very scary, and a lot of people, you know, don't want to hear the real. They're all like, well, I don't want to hear that. That's scary. Why do you say that? Well, yeah. it's the truth, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. 
so it is scary we can't sugarcoat it and when there's people out there still still partying and still getting together with their friends yeah. and their family they got to know that it's not okay it's you have to stay you don't you don't know who's who's been with who who went to the store and and accidentally touched something that a maybe infected person touched you you don't know and then you're you're going to your friends or your family or whoever and you're unknowingly spreading something that you may or may not have and that's scary uh, on that note um comadre irene can you please tell if you don't mind sharing what your line of work is and why you know the front line of this well hello, I'm... hello? can you hear us alicia hello can you hear us hello can you hear us, Alicia? Hello? Alicia. Hello? Did, Alicia. Did we lose her? I think we did. Alicia? Hello, Alicia? This says everyone's still connected, but I don't know. Heather, yeah, are you there? Here. Can you hear me? Yes, we got you. Irene, you're there, right? Alicia? Okay, she'll dip in as she can. I know she will. Um, but on that note, Irene, can you tell us if you feel comfortable sharing with us a little bit, not me telling in depth, but a little bit of where you're at with um, your position and how you know so much information? Well, Hello? I... Alicia? I think we got her back for like a split second. I think so too. Alicia. Okay, she disconnected. She'll come in okay. in a minute. So I work at the local hospital where where I live. And um, I work in in a surgery center, but it's um it's to where our work because we do elective surgeries, it's dwindling down. So we're not doing a lot as many elective surgeries as we did before and now it's All coming right. to the point to Sorry. where if alicia are yeah. you here i'm back in i think okay sorry no no sorry, it's okay, it's okay. here we are we're all good we're good again alicia's connected okay okay go ahead go so come it's to the point to where to where if my department closes down we're gonna be put in like the areas where the possibly you know covid positive patients come in and we have to screen them so that's scary, oh. especially, especially considering that we don't know if they have it or they don't. Mm -hmm. um, the supplies nationwide, worldwide on protective wear are are running. We we can't really say that we don't have it because we do, but because we're preparing for a disaster. Because as much as this is going on we're still not in disaster mode if that makes any sense yeah it makes sense we're wanting to pre preserve our supply for when the disaster hits so for now we're not allowed to use any type of protective wear unless we are for sure going to be in contact with someone that's suspected or confirmed infected 
And I think this is real important for everybody to hear that um, Irene, who is obviously one of our guests tonight, is Michael Madre and is my daughter's godmother, uh, Nina. Uh, why it's so important for us um, to understand that she is frontline and risking her life um, for a greater good. And that wouldn't be no less downplayed than her style of life. Um, Irene has always given more and done more and always puts others first. And it's very important to us that we've been praying as a family daily that um, people take serious this whole situation and uh, take into consideration others putting their lives first um, to others. If something were to happen to Irene, it wouldn't only affect, obviously, her immediate family as her mom, her brother, her tío, um, people that are directly with her, but it would also trickle down the lines of us. And this is why we take so serious this whole situation that's going on why we have isolated ourselves and why my crew, which is Irene and Heather and Alicia, who are also on this, on this podcast, um, why it's so serious that we've all taken this serious and we've also, also isolated ourselves from each other um, to know and to show that we are pro her, that we are pro her um, health and pro her living with us for life. You know, we never thought something like this would happen in our lifetime and in our generation, but here it is, you guys. We are exposed to it. It is happening. It is real. This is something truthful, and how everybody um, interprets is up to them. We can't impose our, our thoughts and, you know, everything else upon everybody. But we know that this is real and this is happening and we've got to be considerate and respectful to everybody's thoughts and um, wishes in this situation. Um, what do you guys think about that? Heather, what do you think? No, I you because um, I feel like, like at first, I'm going to be honest. At first, I wasn't taking it serious either. Like when I first started hearing That's about me. it, like when I first yeah. heard, like just heard For the sure. name, right? And I was like, ah, it's never going to come right. here because this is the United States. Like we have we're so far, you know, advanced in technology and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I guess I just didn't. I was like, ah, I've heard of Ebola, swine flu, bird flu, watermelon. Like, who knows what kind of everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, it's not right. going to happen. So I wasn't one that started panicking right away. I wasn't. And then all of a sudden, it got real in like a blink of an eye. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, okay, I better start taking this serious because obviously it is serious, more serious than what I had initially thought. And so at that point, it was kind of like, I don't think I still panicked, but scary just because I started, it was all the, I don't think I was scared of the virus, which I'm still not scared of the virus itself. I think I'm just scared of the, the unknown. There's so much of it. It's not like that I'm going to get the regular flu and be like, okay, they, I'm going to go get vaccinated or I'm going to get this treatment. There, it, it's so new. None of that really exists just yet. And I think that's what's scary because it's not just as simple as just going and get, you know, getting medicine and then, oh, you're done. So I think that's what's scary about right. it the most. And, and the part that you guys were talking about, you know, people being 
like Irene and being on the front line and, and having to do this because she wants to protect everybody, you know, who she's around because she never knows, you know. And right. I think that everyone needs to take it serious to that level because you're still coming in contact with your family, your children, your and I think some people still aren't taking it as they should and that's why our numbers are continue to double so fast because there's still those skeptical people thinking like ah if it comes it comes and if it don't it don't but you can't change change it I think I think that's um that's so true and you know immediately when this whole situation hit all I thought about was Irene and how important she is to us and everything she means to me and what she means to Giovanna, who is my 13-year-old daughter. Um, Giovanna absolutely, absolutely idolizes her madrina for who she is because she's a giver and she's a lover and she always puts everybody in front of herself. And so even in this matter, um, her madrina is still... Um, run to mm-hmm. her own life to help others and it's very important to us because um, it's important to us but not only that it's important to Giovanna and Giovanna sees that her Nina is um, putting her her own life at risk for others and we can all agree I know that because I know who we are that we can all agree that there's no greater good mm-hmm. than putting others first before us you know and so, of course, this is a touchy subject for us because her Nina means so much to us. Um, not only to us, but like I said, to Giovanna, that is her madrina. And that is something very sacred to us. Um, not only as my dear friend of mine and a confidant and somebody that I completely um, trust my life into, but my child's life into. And I think that's where we all need to be ahead of the game and say that hey, we all need to do our part and make sure that we are all safe and sound um, doing our part. Alicia, in your position, you know, um, as um, you have others under you, how important that is. And that's something that I know you've reiterated to me. Many are many conversations that we've had, how important it is um, to make sure that your health is first and foremost. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean... Of course, I want them to be safe and be healthy and they meet people, you know, every, every day. And I'm not sure where this is going with the work. So my thing is making sure they're protected and feeling, you know, feeling well and still capable of doing their jobs. Um, because in, mo- in most cases, you know, they're the, they're the breadwinners. Mm. So when it comes to the team, it's, it's not only just me, you know, it's, it's, it's a, the group of us, you know, I want to keep them functioning. I want to keep them active, even if it is, you know, working from home or, or anything like that. If anything, I think like my faith in humanity has, has definitely, it's like at a low because that at situations like this really like sober you up. Like, are we there really to help each other? Are we going to do something so simple as in like, doing our due diligence and take care of ourselves and wash our hands and make sure we don't spread any germs and and it's just it's just crazy it leaves me speechless and then it 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 gets me like it gets me depressed to tell the truth because you would think we would 
we would purchase items that are for our families, of course, and our loved ones, but not like be so overwhelmed and pack up with a bunch of material that you most likely won't need or eat. And there's people that, you know, right. go out there or only have a ride uh, to, you know, go get their groceries or you just get the basics and they can't even get the basic stuff. If we can, and, and if we're, obviously we're capable of going to the store and getting it, can imagine those like the camps mm-hmm. or don't have the mm-hmm. transportation or they're waiting Absolutely. on a check and then by the time they get there it's gone and it's and it just Absolutely. and it just shows that like okay one washing your hands it was never a trend you should always wash your hands after using the restroom mm-hmm. or pick your nose or whatever it's nothing new right so that's i don't know it just it just crazy and then um and then when people were, what really gets me too is like, okay, I've seen it at work when, as soon as they closed the, they closed the schools, everybody started freaking out. And I'm like, okay, this shit's really happening. Cause at first I was like, had like, nah, it's not, it's in China. It's not going to come over here. And I remember we were talking right. in the boardroom and I was like, I'm listening, but, and then at the same time I was skeptical, like, nah, it's not going to happen. And then as the days went by, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. I get it my 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 concerns heighten a little bit and as the numbers increase and as it was okay sacramento la fresno i'm like okay now it's getting a little closer now it just it, it definitely heightened my concern not that i was at the point where i was freaking out but i'm like okay i'll just you know make sure we have this and make sure everything is you know pretty much like just well equipped and i and same time i'll check them on, on my team, make sure they're well too. But I don't know, it's just it's just crazy. And it's heartbreaking at the same time because you would think that we would unite or watch out for each other, help out each other. And in reality, we don't. The majority, we don't. I think that's, that's the hard thing for me is that um, um, earlier, you you guys can vouch. I just texted you guys this earlier, where I'm a I'm a small business owner, and um, um, my conscience kills me when trying to um, make sales or free shipping or you know or a bundle pack or whatever. Um, and you know, as I text you guys this earlier. I told you guys I feel so guilty because I don't want to take from my community when knowing that they need for bills or whatnot. And even though you guys responded to me, my highest voice to me was Devin, who my son is 16 years old and he'll be 17 here in a few, just a very few type two months. And um, when I, I, I took them outside actually, and we had, um, I made coffee and chocolate milk for my babies outside and I talked to them about what I was feeling what I was thinking and you know Devin being that he's like I said almost 17 he said um, we're not trying to take from anything if they can't buy they mm-hmm. won't buy um, some of the people are just shopping around to at least still have some sense of normalcy that they can still shop around and at least look around and as much as I love you guys and I respect so much what you guys told me Nothing rang truer than my son's words than him telling me I'm not taking from anybody, which was so important to me. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to take. I'm trying to just 
um, thank you. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. to God and, um, you know, that we are able to sustain ourselves financially right now where we're at. Um, and I appreciate Nicole's words that were so golden to me when he said, we're not taking, I don't want to take, I just want to maintain everybody else's normalcy as much as possible. First and foremost, my children, which me and Javi, my husband, um, for those of you listening that don't know, Javi is my husband. We've been um, together for 20 years and um, uh, means the most to me, you know, which I consult every day. And I know I overwhelm them um, being a business owner. I just want to make sure that I'm doing my best. I'm doing my most honest work um, for that. And you guys, Alicia, Irene, and Heather that are listening know that my heart and soul Mm -hmm. lies in being honest with everything we do. Um, from first starting from my children to my home and then reaching, you know, every boundary beyond them. And I think it's really important, which is why I wanted us to touch this subject of the coronavirus and see where we all stood and thought about things like that. Um, because I think it's really important um, because it's an honest fear of people. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm in fear as well, as I know you guys are. You know, I, I know that because we've talked about this before. Um, but my strength lies within my children and my husband. If Javi says we're okay, then I know we're okay. If my 16-year-old son can say we're okay and I feel okay, then I know we are. Up until my 13-year-old and my 9-year-old, then I know we are. Um, obviously, our life has changed with this quarantine and all. Um, I'm just grateful to, I am so grateful to God, you guys, to be able to be in my home with my children um which alicia i know you can relate because um you know Mm -hmm. you have your boys at home and heather even though i know you don't have no children Mm -hmm. you have your husband at home whom means the world to you and my comadre irene who has her mom and her brother and her tío who mean everything to her at home um fronts herself every single day and exposes herself to bring something home to those she loves the most. Um, and so I know between all of us, us four that are talking every day and communicating know that our strength roots from something real, you know, um, roots from our husbands, our mothers, our tios, our brothers, our moms. That's mm-hmm. real shit, you guys. Um I can definitely know and I stand for that until my dying breath that I know we got each other's back on that. And so I know that we're sacrificing our everyday life for a greater good. You know, I have no doubt in questioning that about us, which is what I feel needs to be reiterated to the world listening to us that um, we are all sacrificing for something more. Um, yeah, and just being grateful for, for what you do have, even if you don't have the same amount as you did like a few weeks before, or uh, and it's just like it, absolutely. It, I wonder if people would stop and just kind of think about like, do we do consume a lot? Do we buy a lot of stuff like bullshit that we don't need? Mm-hmm. Like, do you yes. really need it at the end of the day? Yes. 
Um, it, it's it's definitely an eye opener. Yes. Like, hey, I can live off the basics. I don't need nothing a little bit extra. I could deal with like missing a meal, you yes. know. And it's just yes, it's just crazy. Like, uh, and then this whole thing of like Trump saying, "Let's open America again and do this." I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, we're in the midst of all this shit, and you're more worried because fuck your yeah. stocks are down. And you want us to go spend money, so you're pretty much I saying, think- fuck your well-being. I just want you to work so you can barely make it, get a check, and you have no, I mean, we can't. The most of Americans, you know, they're, you know, we, we're struggling, mm-hmm. even if we're even if we're just working. And then, like, uh, like hey, just, just, I want you to be well enough to still, you know, do what you got to do, even though you're going to most likely spread something or catch something. And you know, get more in debt. Yes. I want you to get loans. I want you to do this. I want you to buy that. And it's like, hey, what about me as a person? What about us, like as 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 a whole community or or my family? Why not? Like, hey, I want you guys to take care of yourselves. And you know, this is the one time you guys to get a break. You know, when it comes to your home bills or work or some shit. And it's more like just hurry up and get well. Or if you don't have those symptoms, you'll be fine. But most, the majority of the time, people can't even tell. And, like, I don't know. It just, it's just very confusing. No, I, I agree. I think, um, um, you know, I text all of you guys this week, and I let you know, or last week, actually. I let you know that Javi, my husband, yeah. had signed, you know, um, something during the week about being a first responder. And um, that really meant a lot to me. Um, it made it that much more real. You know, Javi, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, Javi is our, um, our rock in our family. He's the, he's the front man. He's our muscle. He's our, our stone. Um, he's the one that backs us through thick and thin, you know. And for him to sign this, this contract he signed during the week was really... Um, was really devastating to me. Um, I was really no, really. We, when you sent it, I was like, "What is this sound like? He's going to get drafted or something?" Because no, no, there's no specifics. It's yeah. like, "Hey, I will defend this community." What is it like? If it's something hazardous or mental or whatever, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what? That's it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, um, this is right now what we're going through. It's stuff that either that obviously has happened before, and it's in the history books, and we're like, "Oh shit, we're." Right. We're actually in it, mm-hmm. and it's like, how does this happen? Right. You can you, you know, you can't fathom the thought of like, oh shit, we're 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 in this shithole. Like, what's gonna happen, or how many people are gonna pass away? How many? Like, how we can how we how we uh how can we contain this? Yes, I I agree. Um, you know, when Javi sent us the contract he had signed. Um, being who I am, I read it to the kids, you know, and uh, of course you guys know that Devin, Giovanna, and Charlie, Charlie's nine, Giovanna's 13, and Devin's 16, just shy of 17. And it was, um, as a family, we're really united. So uh, when Javi signed this this contract earlier um, this week about defending his constitution, it was real, you guys. It was... Um, Sorry if I get emotional. It was scary. Yeah. For me. 
it was scary for the kids, but knowing, um, sorry, sorry. I knew that, um, being who we are, we do everything as a family, you know, me, Javi, and the kids. I knew that they had to know, so I read it to them in my raw emotion because I thought that they deserved that much respect for me. Knowing um, how united we are, they needed to know what their papa had signed. And um, Giovanna was the most upset. She was very upset for Javi signing something like that without consulting us. And my one only explanation was that he signed it because that was his best way to protect yep. his family. And um, Javi has always been one for his family, you know. Uh, he's always been one that maintained for his children, first and foremost. And uh, I can't lie and say that I admired him for what he had signed and was also completely fucking disgusted mm-hmm. with him for signing that because I felt like at the same time he had put somebody else before us, which I know wasn't the truth, but as me and him being me and him against the world it was very scary knowing that um he had signed that with the kids being here in the house, you know. I mean, oh shit, I don't even know how to describe that. I was scared and I was devastated. And when he got home, I, um, you know, because I respect him so much and my uttermost respect to my husband, first and foremost, because he's a stand up man, he's a man that is pro his children. And everything else comes afterwards, even his wife, which is absolutely for me, hands down, um, the most respect I can give to him, you know, that his kids that he said when he got home and I told him, why didn't you call me and tell me that you had signed that before? Or why didn't you ask me about it? And he said his exact words where there was no question about it. I knew that if I was front, I would know first and foremost yep. what was mm-hmm. happening to my family next. And at the end of the truth, I guess that's the truth, you know. Um, he signed that knowing that he would be informed first and then be able to reiterate to his family what was to come. And as people take this lightly, and even my crew, who is super tight, and we do everything together, and there's at least 30 of us, 30 of us that are real tight knit, that do everything together to celebrate the first truth falling off or the first smile as Comadre Irene was there for me when I had Charlie and gave birth to her. I was in the hospital with me. Um, I called her first, you know, because that's my Comadre and I trust her with my life and my children's life. And she was able to be there. And um, there was nobody more I would trust. Javi was home with our babies to make sure that they didn't feel left out because there was another new life being brought into this world. He was there with his other two. And my comadre went with me to be with me and heard me crying in pain 
and was in agony up with me at night, all mm-hmm. hours of the night while I had Charlie and gave birth to her. And um, <laughs> literally, <laughs> was, like, ass being wiped with, with her there. And she didn't have Was this before you worked in the medical field? <laughs> no, um, actually, I already went. <laughs> no, I was, I was only used to, like, um, yeah. <laughs> Ask her the first diaper I changed for Charlie. She looked at me like I was weird because I was ro- rolling Charlie over <laughs> like I was like my 80-some-year-old patient. Yes. <laughs> He's like, no, not like that. I'm like, oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, and comadre, I don't know if you remember, but I know you remember because me and you remember everything. Uh, the first time I got out of bed to try to go pee, I yelled in agonizing pain. And I ran into the bathroom holding my hands and holding, just hugging me. And I was yelling at the top of my lungs. I was in such pain, which we didn't know then. But I'd had a, um, a cyst on my ovary. I didn't know then. Um, but I had a cyst on my ovary. And I was in agonizing pain. And I, I, I couldn't even think in pain, you know. Um because it was so real you know she'd been there for me I called her first I told her I need to get the hospital with me uh we both called Javi together Javi was absolutely fucking I mean I don't even know how to describe his anger with us at that point because he stayed home with the kids and he was just so angry that had slipped out in the middle of the night to go have Charlie without telling him but all I could think of was my babies at home with him and I wanted them to wake up and see their papa and not worry about the fear that they had with me. And I knew that my comadre had me. I knew that. I knew that from that moment that I didn't have to worry as much as I had confidence of having taken care of his children at home to waking up with their papa. I knew my comadre had me and my unborn baby. I knew that, you know, I, I hadn't, there was no doubt in my mind, even till this moment, I don't ever regret the decision I made. And I know that Irene had us. I know that Irene had me and Charlie and, even when Irene got there, Charlie was in distress. Her heart rate was low, but Irene made sure she had that shit, you know, and um, I just wanted my other two to wake up to see their papa's face, that face that has loved them from before they were born and have that confidence of having his children. And I knew that my comadre had me and my unborn as well. Um, I knew she had us and she did. I, I, you know, I never, I've never, I've never second guessed that. Charlie is nine years old, going on ten, and I never once have second guessed my thought of Irene having our back. I know she did. She wiped my ass. She literally wiped my ass uh, multiple times. And uh, we went through this uh, whole cyst with me together, not being able to have babies again, and through my surgery and making these decisions, we went through this together. And I guess at the end of the day, I just want everybody who's listening to this podcast to know that. When our government tells us things, um, I know we don't all agree because I don't agree either, but I know that we can agree on keeping each other safe. And if you can love your husband, your wife, uh, daughter, son, husband, anybody next to you to know that you have to keep them safe. Then let's make the right decision. That's the thing, guys. That's the thing that angers like um, people still do. don't get mm-hmm. it, you know? They're yes. like, uh, they're skeptical or like, you know, I feel well, I'm not gonna do anything, I'm not gonna spread it, or I don't know, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just the other Absolutely. day I didn't tell you anything. I, I was so 
pissed off at my brother because he decided last week that he was going to go to his friends and have a get together with his friends. Ooh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know, he likes to make his pizzas. Aye, aye, aye. So he's all like, oh, well, I want to go. And Absolutely. Come. And I'm like, okay, well, who's all going to be there? And he named a good bunch of them. And he took off. And I took off to work. Yeah. And I got to work. And I was pissed. I was just, I was just pissed off at him. So then right. I get home from work. And then he's, yeah. he's not home yet. And then he gets home. And I tell him, you better go straight to that shower. And take a hot shower right now. You're going to bag your clothes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to wash them in hot water. Because that's what I do every single day that I get home from work. I bag up the clothes. Even if I don't wash them right there and then. I I, wa- I don't wear the shoes that, that I wore to work. I don't wear them into the house. I take off my shoes. I walk straight to the bathroom. Right. And I bag up the clothes that I wore at work. Put them in a bag. And take a hot shower. To wash up whatever may have stuck onto me. So then I had a serious talk with them. And I told them. I was like okay. There's four of us that live in this house. The four of us all still work. My mom and I, we both work at the hospital. So we're going to the source where where everybody's going to get treated. Mm-hmm. There's already high risk. There's high risk already for us getting whatever and bringing it home to mm-hmm. the guys. Yeah. The guys, my brother, yeah. my brother works yeah. at, at Little Caesars. My uncle's a mechanic. We all work in customer service of some sort. We're around people. There's already a heightened risk for the four of us to bring something home from our works. So I told my brother, we never know, my mom and I, we never know if we're bringing something home. We don't know. That's the risk we take going to work every single day. And you going to your friends, you don't know what you're taking to them. If if we have something in by by some unlucky stroke of chance, you know, like you take them something. You're you're unknowingly infecting a group of your friends that you care about. And in turn, you don't know who your friends have been in contact with either. You don't yeah. know yeah, where yeah. they've been, you don't know who they've been around. And and as much as we're trying to stay safe in right. our home when we're not at work, it is very I told him it was very, very stupid of him mm-hmm. to go out there and not only compromise himself, but compromise his friends as well, not knowing what we have here or where they have been there. It's in, it's inconsiderate. Very inconsiderate. Yes. Absolutely. And he didn't see it that way. You know, he's 23. He's a guy. And, well, you know, he's, he's, he's 23. He's a kid. Still. Yeah, and and when I told him that, because when he got yeah, home, absolutely he was agree like, with you. Oh, completely. look on social media, all these spring breakers, and and these people just don't get it. They need to stay quarantined, and yada 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 yada. And I was like, yeah, and they're going out and getting together, getting getting together with their friends. House. He looked at me, put his phone down, and just hung. <laughs> he hung his head. I told him, you're part of the problem, and you mm-hmm. don't see it. Yeah, and. Everyone needs to see it because you think that you're you're just getting into some innocent get together with your friends. You think they're your friends, they're your family. It's okay. Right. No, no, it's not. There's a quarantine for a reason. Do not put yourself at more risk than you already are because we are those of us that still work and still need to go out there. 
I think um I think that's what that's why um to me this is really fucking real because we have you guys and I know that you guys um besides being putting others first your whole lives I know that and this is something we knew Irene have talked about many times where I'm like fuck that people respect you and I fucking hate that and drives me nuts you know and I know how much you guys give or whatever but this is far beyond that about health wise um where I want you to be alive to be uh not only Giovanna's Nina for her quinceanera but for her wedding Sorry. Just everything else. Um, all I have in my heart is to know that I know that my comadre Irene and Lisa and Patch and Herbie mm-hmm. be there for her wedding one day to be there to get her dressed to Give her the advice that she will need something with her husband for the advice that me and her papa can't give her because she will confide in her Nina. I think about that. And I know how important that is to Giovanna. And um, I know how important it is to one day when she's having her own children to have her Nina there in the room, just like I did to have her. How invaluable that would be to her, and I think that's what people don't take serious housewives as to why we have to follow exactly what is told. Because they're not thinking that What is advice? Think just then and now, and that's not how it works. They are not. They're thinking right now. You are absolutely right. And in my mind, my family is invaluable and I consider you guys all my family. Um, how inval- how I think that's so far ahead. I think of the day that me and Joe, jo- me and I would call Irene and say, Comadre, you know, jo- Giovanna's getting married. Heather, Giovanna's getting married. Or Alicia, Giovanna's getting married. Yeah. And I know how much you guys will have my back. Um, in support of that moment to be like, oh, we can't wait to throw her bridal shower or whatever. And uh, especially for Irene, because that is her goddaughter, and I know how much Giovanna loves her Nina and takes her to such high regard, and why this is so important to me, because her Nina works at the hospital and how frontline she is, and how people take it into no regard. And it's so very important, you guys. And I know I said, I said <laughs> we we're going to do this podcast. We we're going to no, talk about okay. it for 15 minutes at the most. And we did it. It's fucking 46 <laughs> minutes in. And here we are fucking talking about it. But I, I, it's, it's very important because this is obviously such an important subject for all of us, you know. Um, for Alicia that has her two boys at home and raising them. And for Heather, who has hurt her husband. Um you know, uh, teachers and instructors at the colleges and for my comadre Irene who is frontline in the hospital staff being exposed to Mm -hmm. the sickness every day and to Mm -hmm. me and Javi who are parents to children who are being told you're carriers but you won't be so sick from it when our own son has a low immune deficiency because of his heart murmur 
uh, we are a product of a family, you guys. We are a family who is affected by this and how touchy the subject is and how important and how invaluable we are to each other, which I wouldn't know what to do without Heather being there or Jesus being there or Alicia being there. <laughs> like everything tests the bullshit drama that makes no irrelevant sense at all. Or my comadre Irene, who is my fallback to everything health-wise. Um, how important you see how you see how our lives interchange with each other to where I know that Heather obviously isn't close to Irene like I am. But because Heather loves me, she would yeah. hurt just as much as I did if I lost yeah. Irene or if I lost Alicia Definitely. or vice versa. It all goes around in one circle. That's very important for us all to mm-hmm. know that our lives are... That's what people don't know. Uh, how Who would have thought that this happened? Like, oh, what is yes, it? Wong Fu China and I were talking about yep. it now. See, see we're, very, we're supposed Absolutely. to be connected. We're very connected. And just because we live in... very the opposite sides of the world does not mean that it doesn't affect us. It does. You know, it's like when they say the whole thing with six six degrees of separation, something like that. But the thing is, like, it does affect what we do on our own affects other people and affects others around the world and people just barely starting to see that if they choose to see that. I kind of appreciate that the fact that this is happening. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, uh, I would obviously not like the current circumstance but it's kind of allowed me to kind of open my eyes to things of things that I took for granted yes open my eyes to living differently doing things differently it's I don't need to go out every single day and go here and go there and go get this like it's been kind of not you know like don't get me wrong it has its pros and cons but I've been trying my best to focus on more positives than the negatives because I do see that they're things come of this like in my little neighborhood I've literally seen kids come out of houses that I never knew that there was one kid there oh wow I never knew that house had kids to be honest and now I see them everywhere I see them riding their back and you know what it's just I don't have kids so to hear like to open my doors and to hear little kids just laughing and enjoying and just not worried that is just the most yeah. beautiful thing, and I don't mean that to sound cheesy or lame. I'm literally like, no, it no, is the true. nicest. Because with all this, you yes. think about, oh, you could get yourself Absolutely. in a downward spiral all day, every day. Like our mind space could be terrible. Oh, but yeah. when I open that door, instead of hearing like, and I hear little kids playing and just living their life, I'm like, I need to be a little kid today. I need to still live my life. Yep. I need yep. to laugh. I need to play. I need to whatever and it's just a reminder every day that i hear these little kids outside playing i'm like damn i need yes. i need to do that i need to do that today so it's just such a great reminder i agree i agree when um earlier i was telling javi um i i said i see a lot of posts of people saying oh you know i'm at home i'm bored blah 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 or whatever and to me i am so glad you guys um I've always loved it when the kids are out on summer vacation or spring break. I love it. Um, we lay together. We watch movies. We talk. We laugh. We share jokes. Um, I couldn't be more fortunate than this time. I'm so glad that I'm able at this time to be a business owner and to be able to say I'm shutting down shop for the well-being of my family 
and closing down to wake up every morning to making breakfast with my three. Um, Javi goes to work, of course. Um, he calls us on lunch. We all laugh. We talk. We share a joke or two. Um, he comes home about 3.34, and we're making dinner, all three of my babies together. I I couldn't be more blessed at this time than to have my three home and to be able to have the choice mm-hmm. to be home. Had I had an eight-to-five job, I wouldn't have that opportunity. But God granted me the serenity to have to be a business owner and to be able to close my shop um, you know, as soon as Governor Newsom uh, uh, hit, 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 you know, the, the waves and the news outlets and said, hey, this is an epidemic, this is a pandemic, I mean, um, this is happening, I closed my doors immediately because, like I said, Devin has a low immune system, and my first and foremost thing is to protect my son. And, yeah, my and you don't suffer the repercussions either for being a business owner or, or... I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. And I don't mean that I don't care about my community. I love my community and I, I, I wish the best for my community, but I wish the absolute and most best for my family. And if my son is sick and he is in any shape, way or form compromised, my duty is to my children. Um, nobody is going to have that duty like um, me and Javi. And when I talked to Javi, I told him, what do you think? Javi said, what the hell? Why are you even asking me this? Because I, I don't know why you wouldn't close the door the moment you heard of it. You need to be home with the kids. Like, there's no questions asked. Be home with the kids. And obviously, you know, I said, okay, just making sure that what I'm thinking is right. Because as a mama, you know, Alicia, you could you could vouch for this. As a mama, um, our first and foremost thing is for the kids. And my thing was to make sure my kids were taken care of. But like I said, Devin has a low immune system. And I will lose my business a million times over with no questions asked as opposed to my son getting a cold or a cough or something I have no control over. Um, The business could go down in the realms. I don't care as long as my son is safe. And, um, you know, um, me and Javi uh, made a commitment to ourselves with the moment we became parents was that our children came first and my children come first, and so there was no question if the business was in a close. It was you know out, what the sad part is about that? Over with um, is that not everybody has what's that? What you two have, and as a family unit, you know, there's right. those that neglect to right. take care of their children, or can pretty much take care less, or do the bare minimum, and they don't right. make sure that their their well being, their health is is is, you know, they're not worried about their health so much, which later can affect other people or can affect them. And, it, you know, then you get those, like, pe- those ugly people in the world that are bitter and they can care less and they, you know, they want to watch the world burn at the same time yeah. and not give a shit. You know, there's, I see it on the news, there was, like, a, from, right. did you guys see when, like, those kids were coughing on, on, on the, on the oh. produce? And they put it on social media, and then there was a lady that coughed on all kinds of stuff yeah. on a, in a grocery store somewhere in the West Coast, and it was over $35,000 worth of oh my God. food. And it's, it, you know, they don't make, they don't make, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, how immature, like, what do you get and out of that? That's the part that really gets me. 
yeah mm-hmm. and and now we have right and they still put yes, they still go ahead and put it on social media and that's how they got caught and now we have idiots licking toilets i um you yeah. know that is yes oh my gosh that is absolutely no, no respect. Self, like, no what did your parents teach you? What did your guardian you know? teach you? Like, how do you not grow up right. and see and observe? And it's like, oh, okay, well, if I do this, it's going to affect others. But no, let me just go ahead and follow the crowd because I want to be accepted because I don't have a family unit that yeah. that I click with. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yep. Right. No, no, no. Absolutely does make sense. I think that's the whole thing. I think... Um, you know, every day I wake up and I watch the news about between 5 o'clock in the morning till about 7.30 or 8 a.m. I know that's a lot of hours, <laughs> you guys. I know, I'm aware that that's cycle like shit. I'm aware. Um, but I am because I want to be informed so when my babies get up in the morning, I can inform them of what I think is something that they can handle at their different age gaps. Charlie being 9. Vana being 13, Devin being 16, um, because as soon as they get up, we have breakfast and I let them know everything that's what's going on and what is their take on it. Uh, because I really take into consideration what they think and what is a fear of theirs. What do you think? What do you um, digest or whatever? Um, it's so important, you know, as adults, we all conversate with each other. You know, you guys can vouch for that. We all text each other all day. You know, all three of us can say that for sure. Four of us, I mean, um, can say what we talk about, what we text each other or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day is what um, I I reiterate to my babies and what they think. And like I say, um, obviously, Devin and, and Giovanna can um, comprehend in one yeah. way, but Charlie's nine years old, so her comprehension is a yeah. whole different area than theirs. Um, but she still needs to be very well informed. So when her brother and sister are talking about things that may instill fear to her um she can have a comprehension of what is going on to her magnitude and her mind um which is super important to me you know at their age group especially her but she's like i don't understand she always says Mm -hmm. that her favorite word is i don't understand um because she really don't understand and so my my Mm -hmm. sole purpose is to make her understand at her age what it is that we're going through what it is that we're seeing and um, all she sees is that me and Javi are very strong and very uh, mind, mind strong and very tough um, because she sees that we have it together and that we understand and we comprehend. Um, because at the time when I come to her at her nine-year-old mind, I need yeah. her to have strength, not With, fear. Um, remember, um, to... sorry. Well, I try to keep the, you know, Keep the kids informed and, and, and foremost calm. But when it comes to um, Lonzo's dad, he's very, he's always had that doomsday prepper type of mindset. He's always, you know, kept stuff right. and hold on to things and ordered stuff and has like two closet fulls of food, water, a raft. I mean, I get it. All right. You're prepared. Okay. But then, like, he, he goes, and, like, I know he, if he tells me and sends me text messages throughout the day or the night, oh, you know, this is this is going on, this is happening. And then when my son's with him, I'm like, okay, he's most likely hearing him, and he's telling him, and he's probably in fear and doesn't know what's going mm-hmm. on, and he's mm-hmm. only six. 
And then, so when he comes to me and he tells me something, I like, I have to like filter through all the bullshit and reiterate it. It's okay. You know, everything will be all right. It's just, you know, this is happening right now and, and it'll pass. And then when I had the conversation with him, I was like, Hey, I get it. You're concerned, but if you're freaking out, he's going to freak out too. And then he's going to grow up to, I don't know, have more anxiety than the world could like give him. And you over here instilling fear instead of just like educating them certain stuff. The other day when I dropped off some clothes, he's he like he's all look. Here's a he showed me a, a video of a bunch of tanks, and I was like, what is this supposed to mean? I, he's all well, what do you think they need tanks for? I don't know. He's all the ships are coming over here, and then like I was like, I just gave him that look like, okay, I don't do I want to start bullshit in of my son? No, I don't want to. So just let him talk. And then once right. he got in the car, I was like, right. you know why the ships are coming, mijo? Yeah. He was like, no. I was like, okay. Well, just in case they want it, since the, the hospitals are full of people, they're going to put people that are ill uh, in there and just take up the room. That's all they're doing. They come here to help. That's what they're doing. That's their duty. I was like, they just come here to assist. They don't come here to lock us down. They don't come here to point guns at us. And then, like, they had a quote. Uh, my oldest, he's 14. He's like, so what's the difference between a shelter in place and martial law? And and of course, I explained to him the circumstances that, that there were shelters in, in place. And I was like, martial law is like me throwing out the trash and I get shot. I was like, that's completely different. Like, just hope it never right. gets there. I was all, but it's right. just, everything will be okay. It's just, everything's right. out of the normal. Kids are not in school. Obviously, businesses and people are out. And it's okay. It's just something that has to pass. And we just got to do our part and, you know, quarantine ourselves, wash our hands and, you know, just, just reflect, I guess, right now. But it'll be all right. But everybody's freaking out. And it's just, it's just like when you have a, when you want to have a conversation, but it's like, it's in a room of a million people and you can't hear each other. So in a way, like, like, I, like when I texted right. you a few days ago, it's like, not just on me, but. I can't even fathom, but now I I could some I can't understand it, but I I guess to some perspective I could see why God does not that He did it right, but like I could see why why He is like you know what no, let no, me no. just start all over again. Motherfuckers are fucking up, or maybe the Earth is like yes. you know let let me rebalance myself because <laughs> y'all I can't everything. handle this shit. Y'all ruining everything. We done. Well, if you notice all the issues, That's right. Yeah, issues that were big before this, like we don't even hear about them anymore. No, <laughs> I agree, you guys. I think it's so. Um, uh, I I think it's so true. You know, um, me and Javi are not worry warts at all. Like we are far from that criteria at all. Um, of course, we take things um, for what they are worth, you know, um, but we try to teach the kids that mm-hmm. your mentality and your heart and your soul is what's yep. going to create your outcome, you know, for sure. Um, and being a small business owner, which is something I messaged you guys earlier about where I was all like, oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, like, my God. That gets sales so and new stuff. I was like, I'm just not there. You know, I. I'm not there. I'm really not. And I don't mean to offend anybody by that because, hey, you know what? If your business is the way you pay your fucking bills, by all means, do what you got to do, man. High respects to that. You know, I ain't doubting that shit for nothing. Um, uh, 
you know, we are at a point in our lives, me and Javi, where we have much, uh, we have been able to mature and um, set ourselves up differently where my business isn't my livelihood. My business is an asset to my people. And um, as in, you know, something that you may love to come to or come through to or whatever. Um, but I, um, I don't want to take from anybody, you know, I don't, um, uh, to me in my mind, when me and Javi were coming up and trying to make our lives being parents, you know, that was 16, 17 years ago, I know what we had to do to make our life and to pay our bills. And I respect that hands down to all those that are struggling to do that because we've come from there. So I know where the hell that comes from. And I was just fortunate enough to have somebody by my side, Javi, to, to do that with, you know, um, to have somebody standing next to me and be like, we got this, we got this shit for good. You know, we, we're, we're good, girl. You know, we got the shit. And we did. Um, it is just a very scary, this whole situation is scary. It's an uncharted territory, obviously, you know. We don't all know where we're going with it or what we're doing in this whole pandemic or whatnot. Um and I think it's really important for us to, though, to remember the lighthearted yeah. stuff. Yes, this is real, you guys. This is really happening. We are on a fucking quarantine in our fucking houses. <laughs> um, I have to get drunk by myself because my husband's outside <laughs> switching engines on cars right now. At this point, the Jeep may have a new fucking engine. I just I don't think know. God. I don't even know what the fuck has a new engine at this point. I haven't been in real clothes. I haven't been in real clothes. I'm the same way. My ponytail sideways. I'm like, ooh, this is kind of nice. Jenny, what was the first thing I asked you? Is it going to be video? (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Irene, what did I say? I told you earlier that I told Abby yesterday. I was like, ooh, I feel so ugly. I'm an ugly girl. And he was freaking busting up. And he's like, well, pluck your eyebrows. And I was like, what the hell? You think I need to pluck them? He's like, no, I'm just saying. Like, if that's yeah, you're like, I didn't say nothing about my eyebrows, but okay. You know? I just said shit. I just said, like, an ugly girl. But see, it's like things like this that we can laugh about. Because you know damn well, had this not happened. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure all of us girls have had ratchet moments. But going week strong now every oh, yeah. this is going to be our new norm we're not even going to want to hell like, yeah go out and hell like yeah. get dressed now because we're like you know what i lived like this for like two months i'm good like i look good <laughs> yeah <laughs> my skin's looking good <laughs> nothing on it oh True. yeah true. no shit i told you i was like you know wearing my girdle i was like what's <laughs> that about you know i don't go out fucking representing without a fucking <laughs> girdle like what's up with that shit i need my faca every single day you know, but I yeah, Jenny, you're like, like if something goes down, I'm gonna so be rightly tight. Don't even worry. He was worry. freaking busted up, and he was like, well, you know, <laughs> don't even don't don't trip on me, girl. I got my fucking push-up bra and my fucking faka. Don't fuck with me. Don't worry about. Don't worry about me. Worry about yep. you. Yep. Like and don't. I got my shit together, literally, because I'm has to lead it down. Right. The right idea. I. What's up, that shit? Yeah, you're you're like like solid. Can't trying to push it up. Solid. <laughs> it is so true. It's okay. You don't need to breathe. You don't want to punch up the, the virus, on, but I can't breathe with it off. <laughs> Screw the no. mask. Everybody, no, it's off. okay. Uh, uh, one last breath. This one last. One last. Yeah. 
come on now, come on now. I and I swear, like we were busting up about that earlier. And I think um at the end of the day, that's what I'm at. Like I, I haven't got dressed, I haven't done shit, you guys, at all. Really. I plucked my eyebrows last <laughs> night because I thought, damn, I should do it justice to my children. Have you guys even showered? No, I don't want my kids walking around fucking <laughs> you guys fucking putting me on blast showing me. I barely shaved yesterday. It took me like twenty minutes. <laughs> And I was like disappointed. I was like, "Come Girl, on, like, too. what's going on?" And I'm, I'm talking like, about. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking minutes. about everywhere. Yeah, I'm throwing the razor. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I felt different. I felt like I literally like a new person. Like, oh my Let's god, everything's smoother. I'm like, I was only working from home a few days a week. I mean, I took a shower, but I'm like, oh, all right. I was all yeah. right, girl. You looking good now. You looking good. Same. I think it's really important, you know. Um, I think I think that's so true, you know. Um, and, and just earlier, me and Javi, oh my god, you guys, I am gonna so fuck. I mean, you all know it because I already know. Yeah, I tell you guys everything anyway. But I was hell the fucking <laughs> shit faced earlier. I mean, I, I think I'm really coming to now. Let's be real. I mean, I think I'm. I think all I'm right, on right. a good buzz now. <laughs> Y'all got the best of me now. I got the best of me. But earlier, y'all got the shitty end of me, where I was just talking shit on my ass. When I was texting you guys, I had to, I had to, I had to send that text like three times because I had to re, I had to redo it because nothing made sense. Yeah, I had to make, I had to make sure you weren't texting in Spanish. I was like, nope. Best believe, best believe, best believe, I saved the snap he sent me. Yeah, I couldn't. No, shit, I was all, no, no, no. I tried. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god, that was the best one. Um, you should have seen. Uh, I had. Um, I sent Karina and Sonya and everybody a Snapchat, and then Karina Snapchatted me. Um, you know they called like they did the live call. <laughs> oh, no. shit. oh man, we were acting up. I was drunk. Um, I'm just glad I'm I'm buzzed now. Now I'm buzzed. I'm not even drunk anymore at this point. I'm buzzed. You're welcome. You're welcome. Y'all welcome. You're welcome, Alicia. You're welcome, Heather. You're welcome, Irene. Y'all welcome. Um, I but you know I um I I did have a good time because honestly I hadn't drank in a long time and last weekend uh what I told Javi really rang true to me. He said, "Let's have a beer." And he goes, I really think you need to de-stress, Miha. You know, I, I really think you need to chill. And then I told him, I can't even drink a beer because I feel I need to be of sound mind and body in case anything happens. I need to be of sound mind and body for my kids. And he freaking grabbed my face in between his two hands. Mm-hmm. And he That's said, true. the moment yep. you have to live in here, you're not living. Damn, you guys. When he told me that, I was falling and he was just like don't cry you didn't mean anything by it you know I'm sorry behind you know I didn't mean to scare you and and I was just like oh no it's not that it's reality like you're right you're right like we just have to take it every day for what it is you know and so today I said oh hell I'm gonna drink so I cooked and everything by the time he came in I was already buzzed I was already like four beers in and he was freaking busting up and he was just like, Good, I'm glad you like just chill, it's okay, you know, everything's gonna be okay. And I was like, Is it? And he was like, Absolutely, hell yeah, like, you know, I have faith, like it's gonna be good. 
And it is going to be good, you guys. You have to know that at the end of the yeah. day, mm-hmm. that whatever's yeah. going to happen is going to happen. We have no control yeah. over. We just have control over us. And that's and the thing. If they, if they so quickly to instill fear in people, then, like, and then when yeah. uh, we talk about, like, good things, yeah. we talk about love, we talk about unity, that's considered what? Like, cheesy or they put it in a category, but like, what if they, what if they did instill um, something to enlighten you or humanity or the community? Why they, why don't they instill something good? Just like they did yep. with the whole fear part, and, and 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 you know, unite and and assist and lead by example and, but no, it doesn't. That's the, they don't do that because it doesn't benefit whoever or whatever, and it's. And I think that's yeah. that's the taker right there. You you said it. You couldn't have said it more. Um, I'm not a person that um, I just my my um, my whole being is not someone that focuses on the bad. I always there has focus to be something good, good coming from you know, it. It sounds so ugly because people are passing bad. away and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. But there Absolutely. has to be something good. Yes. Yes. Either if it's a reflection on ourselves, like, okay, I could deal without, like, doing this so much. Or I didn't realize I was going out for no fucking reason. And for what? I don't know. Or maybe, I don't know, just self-reflect in general. But that alone is a whole other category. And that's scary as shit to some people that don't want to see it. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, reality is scary, you know, no doubt. You know, we're, we're all, we, we can all vouch for that, I think, and say that our fears yeah. um, get the best of us. I'm there. Um, I never knew fear, like when I became a mother. Um, the, the mothering fear no is control. The absolutely worst on planet Earth. It's, yeah, no, absolutely, because, you know, when they're small, we can control what's around them because they're with us. So if we don't feel comfortable, we you know, um, I think as yeah. they get older, then we begin to see like, oh shit, they're making decisions for themselves. You know, that's something that's something that's been very hard as a mother for me to know that I can't control who's around and what they're around as they get older. Absolutely, yeah, what they yeah. see. Yeah, especially with this whole yeah. social media thing, you know. And I think um, that's the taker. That's one of the really important things about that. Um, that we can't because they're gonna be by who they want to be by, and they're gonna make those decisions. And we just hope that they hear us. And I hope that we communicate as much as we can, like with the kids, you know, with my kids. And even earlier, we were having a big conversation about everything. Um, I talked to them about the whole business end of stuff and. You know, like I had messaged you guys and I said that Devin said, we're not making anybody, anybody buy anything, mama. Don't be, don't let that rid your conscience that you're Mm -hmm. taking away from others because if they can't buy, they will not buy. Mm -hmm. It's okay if they come and surf the internet and see our items and see and they'd be like, oh, I wish I could have that. You know, I'm going to save that for later, but you're not taking it. Yeah. It took my son. It's horrible. And did you see some like I seen online on OfferUp when this whole thing started rolling out after school? The schools were closed. Um, somebody at work, she was the grandma, a really nice lady. She said that they they didn't have formula uh, for her ninth month old. 
And then, like, I seen on Offer Up that they were selling formula for like there was like it was oh my cans for one hundred and ten dollars. What the fuck? And they probably got it for free. You know, wipes or Clorox. Yeah, they probably got it through Wake and like Formula mm-hmm. One is already expensive as it is. Absolutely. And you're over here trying to make a profit off of what the hell is going on instead of you just getting your piece and like be okay. Like, I don't know, just just getting your just doing your part, right. doing what you can to like, get what you can, not like overdo it and just try to make a buck. And this whole thing, like when Nancy told me she stopped by because she has she gave me extra clothes. And you know how I am with like second hand clothes I'm happy with it and then plus she has a funky style she was like I'm not gonna go in but you know here's the best she's like you know what some of the the owners have been solicited and it's like not soliciting but they've been asking their own clients to give them an extra tip or if they can oh pay them without God. services I'm like what mm-hmm. she's like yeah and I'm like are you serious? She's like, yeah, so I'm not doing nobody's hair, but I'm just dropping off a uh, hair dye after I mix it in the car. And um, she's like, yeah, they just, like, yeah, I seen their post, and they're saying, like, oh, it's because I have kids. Oh, my God, that, that one gets me. When people use their kids or they want to use that, oh, well, I have children, and, like, you don't. Does that mm-hmm. make you less fucking important than me? Right. No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, well, obviously your priority was fucked up because you didn't even prepare or you haven't, you you weren't saving. So I'm sorry to say. And I get everyone trying to stay afloat and do whatever. There's still yes. a way to go about it, and that's not yep. the right way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think that's so true. I um right now I just feel so grateful that me and Javi are in a spot where he's still working. home nothing else matters you know our our home is okay you know or whatever hello you guys are there Okay. okay, sorry, something happened yeah. to my, my connection. It said something. I, Irene? Irene? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I got a little Heather? quiet. Alicia? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, well, yeah. Here. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so at the end, okay, so then, um, so something was happening with my connection. It just alerted me that something was going on. But anyway, um, so I know we're going over time on this already. But um, so let's end on a great note. I know we touched the coronavirus way more than what I wanted. <laughs> way, way, way more than but I wanted. But it dipped to. into other like sub categories yeah. of family and unity. And I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 9.20, so Javi, I just seen the light go off in the patio, so that means Javi's done working on the engine. So, having said that, I want us to end on a good note, and um, um, let's send us some positive vibes on this, you guys. Not on the coronavirus, but in humanity in itself. Um, who wants to go first? Something positive, something fun, something lovely something in your life something great something grand who wants to go 
crickets crickets <laughs> okay okay i'll go first i'll go first because that'll enlighten you guys um so i was excited that earlier the kids made um skewers pork pork skewers and smoked sausage skewers it was so cute so i seasoned stuff charlie mixed everything up then devin vana and charlie did everything and then me and javi sat in the backyard and got drunk i don't know how positive that was i mean i don't know what good that does anybody but it did mean him but it was a moment it was a moment it, it was in the moment and me and him did fucking exceptionally well a decompressing yes, and moment and him touched some we were talking and we were talking about just life and relationships you know relationships is something that's really important to me because of my writing and uh, we touched a lot of subjects, me and him in the backyard and, um, you know, about being grown and about having our children and about how, um, you know, a lot of people call it quits on their relationships. Me and Javi have been together 20 years. Uh, we celebrate our 20 year anniversary um, this January that just passed and how important that was to me and him and how 20 years seems like two years it really does that means we're living it good that means we're living it healthy that means we're living it yeah, our it best you know i don't know what i would do without that man in my life i don't um that's my my um my jokes my happiness my um my common sense it really he really truly is and how his common sense really grounds me because at times I'm not gonna lie, I have no common sense. You know, I really don't. I um, <laughs> I wish I did, but I know, you guys, I know. Um, my common sense is completely and absolutely and utterly without questions clouded by my children. When um, once I became a mother, I had no common sense whatsoever. I everything went instilled to them, and I'm just grateful to God that Javi was able to interpret that. Um to get what he needed out of it from me as his wife and as his partner and as his lover um, and most importantly as a mother to his children that I was able to ground myself I have no common sense my common sense just goes straight to the kids I have nothing I anything that happens I, I immediately go straight and forth uh, for, foremost to them um any any kind of logic goes straight to them. I have no logic. I feel like when it comes to Javi, and I feel like, you know, um, I, I've read and I've heard stories of a lot of men that are like, oh, you know, once my wife, she didn't care about me, you know, and shit like that. And I'm just so grateful to God that Javi was able to take that with such pride the moment I became a mother, it was, I was always all about Javi from, we were together five years before we had the kids and it was always all about him. He was my everything. I loved him. I idolized him. I respected him. But once I became a mother, he went out the window. It really, he really did. And it was about being a mother to, you know, Devin was our first born to our son and making sure I was tip top shape for him. And Javi took that with absolute and complete pride. He was so prideful that I was that mother that could um, toss him a hundred miles away and make my son number one with no questions asked. Um, he gave me the strength as I was going to post through postpartum depression when having Devin um, becoming a new mama, um, being that I had nobody to teach me how to be a mama, not even my mom, you know, how to be a mother. 
but my mother instincts kicked in and I knew that my whole life revolved around my son, not no one else. And I I absolutely respected Javi from when I felt like I was not a good wife or a good partner to him when he was like, You don't have to worry about me. You be you worry about being a good mother. The moment you fell at being a good mom, you ain't shit. So make sure that your number one is you're being a good mom. Um, and when I was going through my postpartum, he was my backup. And he told me, you worry about being a good mom. And I, I didn't know how to handle being a good mom and a good partner to him. And the moment he told me that, I knew that I didn't have to worry about him. All I had to worry about was being a good mom to Devin. Because Devin requires so much because he was born so sick and sick from his heart and he required so much and so many doctor visits and Javi didn't give two shits and he reassured me of that you know being a good mom you'll be a good mom doesn't matter what else you fell at you're fucking a mom the, you you could come yeah. up as being his mama fuck everything else when he told me that I had no doubt in my mind where my loyalty held and it was to my son um and to our daughters that followed, to Giovanna, to Charlie, that I never once questioned. I didn't give a shit what anything else was going through as long as my kids were taken care of. I don't care. And even true to that, even earlier today, me and him were drinking and having a great time. And Charlie wanted to put on a show for us and fucking show us that she could do one pull-up, which she could. <laughs> um, let's be real with it. She could do a pull-up. <laughs> And she was just like, I could do a pull-up. And I was like, all right, show me, girl, show me. And she couldn't. And me and Javi were sitting there dying, laughing at her because she couldn't. And, I mean, hell, I didn't even try because I know I couldn't put my weight up. Come on. Now I couldn't pull 110 of the sexiness up. Because in my heart, I'm like, I'm 110. That's what I It was I those extra remember. beers. Don't that's even fuck- It was those extra beers. That, that's right. That's where the fucking memory lies of 110. <laughs> And, you know, um, yeah. so at the end of the day, so anyways, my good memory lies on being a mother. Um, if I never fail as a mother and I know that I did my absolutely best, fuck everything else on this planet. As long as I've been a good mama, nothing else matters in this world yeah. to me. Not being a good wife, not being a good friend. If I could be a great mom, nothing else matters. What's your guys' truth? What's your guys' goods? I think I'm going to just feed off that and say that I'm just really thankful that I have my husband as well, because um, right now, you know, I I try to stay as positive as I can, but he's far more positive than I probably ever be. But I think that that's what I need. Like, that's why we mesh well together, because he's complete opposite. And so he just reminds me that because this morning, I'm not going to lie. Even when we first started texting this morning, I was in I was in a funk. I don't know what it was. I just, maybe it's because I barely shaved. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you cracked and, in a new shaver. And, and he saw that and he brought me breakfast in bed. He brought all my favorite uh, things and came and checked on me when I was finishing up work this morning. He's like, hey, let's go, you know, play softball. We haven't played catch in forever but he knows how much I love to do that and so he took me out to go do that and it just just he just says hey you know that I love you right and I said yeah and he's like we're gonna we're gonna make it we're gonna get through this I don't know what it is that you're thinking of but you have to remember that 
whatever it is, we're still together and we're going to make it. And I think it just set, like, it just changed just like that. And I'm like, I don't know what it was. I still don't. And that, you know, as women, we're hella emotional. Like, you can oh wait. God, yes. You don't even know. Something from a week ago, it can be in the back of your mind. And you don't even know uh, what the hell it is. But mm, like, yeah, something right. happened and I'm pissed about it. And I'm hella pissed about it. And yes, so right. who knows what it was? Yeah. Yeah. The effort that he put into it, he just wants, like, he wanted to make sure that I felt okay and that I was happy because he knows that it's been rough, like transitioning and everything. Because, like Jenny said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an instructor, and so I'm still teaching to, like, all on huge adjustment for me, and it's taken a lot of work. But he's been seeing that, like, behind the scenes since he's home with me, and he's just like, we're gonna be fine, we're gonna make it. And then it just, it was so nice that he put in all that effort to do all my favorite things or all in a better mood and I just oh god I'm so I'm so thankful for him because I don't know what like state of mind I'd be in without him and his positivity helping me like daily can you tell us can you tell us how long you and his yeah we've been together um over I think 11 years and then we've been married uh, nine of those years I believe So that goes to tell you all, everybody listening to this podcast, um, 11 years, and you could still feel this way. 20 years for me and Javi, you could still feel this way. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm going to back up and say the other day he was annoying the hell out of me. And I told him, boy, if you come, only only because he's telling board right now. And I was trying to get work done. I was still working. And he kept like, like a kid. I don't know how you guys, like, I can feel like. I know how it is when they're going, mom, mom, mom. But he was going, babe, 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 babe. Yes. And I was like, boy, you don't have to worry yes. about this virus. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to kill you first. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Don't get, but it was just, you know, yep. being quarantined. And this is new to us. Like, yes, we, we love each yeah. other. Yes, we, we, we want to be around each other. But it's a whole new because it's every day, all mm-hmm. day. We're now yeah. we're working to get, like, we would get that space and get to go to work and come back. And now it's like all up in each other's face. So I don't live in no mansion. We have a small house. So we're up in each other's face all day, every day. <laughs> but I mean, I, I there's just days that we get annoyed just for anything. And that's no yeah, matter. Hell yeah. It's been brother, sister. It doesn't matter. You're going to get annoyed with whoever you're spending a lot of time with. But overall. Oh, yeah. He's the sweetest man I could ever like. I, I just. I don't know how I got so lucky with him. I don't. Because I'm a bitch. No. For sure. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> but I, I, man, that man, he, I don't know how he does it. Woo, Lord, Je- Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's up? Who's up? Who's up? Some positive vibes. Comadre, Irene, uh, Alicia, who's next? Woo, girl! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I'll go. Okay. Positive vibes. Well, since you guys are saying about being grateful about the people in your life, I'm I'm just grateful for my people in my life. Just... Everybody, like everybody that I'm close to, all the people that are in my circle. I'm, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for you guys. You know, 
And honestly, I mean, as dangerous as it may seem and be and everything, I'm grateful for my job. Like, I, yeah. I truly do enjoy helping yeah. other people. I mean, I wouldn't do it if I didn't. And, you know, times are tough, but I'm happy that, you know, I work with the crew that though sometimes we drive each other nuts, we find the the light at the end of, of the day, of the tunnel, of the ship, whatever. And we find ways to make each other laugh. We, we find ways to make it through and try to keep positive and just get through yet another day. So it's like, yep. yeah, it's, you know, everybody just talks about the scary, the scary, the scary, but it's like, while we're there, we don't think about the scary. We just think about getting through it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we joke around and, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful for all of that. I'm, I'm grateful to be able to have, you know, you guys that I could talk to you guys about it if, if I have a, a rough day or if I'm struggling with something. I mean, comadre, you know, I'm, you know, both of us are in school and we want to rip our hair out because of it. And, Hell yes. You know, Hell it's, yes. it's, I'm grateful that throughout all the, all the stress and the, the worry and everything, we've got our people that, you know, we can, you know, just get through it with and find something to laugh about, find something to, to look forward to with, you know, like, like I've reconnected with some friends that I had lost touch with because of whatever. And we're talking about like, you know, once it's done, we, we got to do something, you know, it's, it's like you're, you're mm -hmm. just trying to like mm -hmm. find something and plan something that, you know, to look forward to once all this is done because we know it's going to be done. We just don't know when. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the people that are planning ahead with me, you know, to get through this. Yep. Hell yeah. For sure. Because we will. Just Damn right, we will. <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs> huh. For 20 seconds. Don't forget it, motherfuckers. <laughs> so now there's so now there's a rumor. There's a not a rumor, but my son told me that his um his dad works in uh Corker in the prison and he gets an inmate waiting to get his results back, and then he told me that his dad walked into that department or that unit or whatever. And then I'm like, um, so did your dad like go and hug you and stuff when you went home? He's all, he's all, I just told him to stay away from me. And I'm just looking at him up and down. Like maybe you should go take a shower and put some clothes in the washer. Cause we know your brother has asthma. So, uh, no. Spray him with Lysol. Uh-huh. Fuck, man. This is all real shit, you know? This is all shit that we're hella exposed to. And we're um, all honest fears, you know? Yeah. All honest yeah. fears. And we're just trying to be the best we can for our families that we come home to every day and we yep. see every day. And so we need to know that it's out there, universe, planet Earth. Um, respect each other. Respect your health. 
respect um ourselves. Yep. For sure, you know. Um one thing I'm absolutely one thing I'm super sure of is what we dish out to the planet Earth is what we get back. So right now we need to be positive outs so we can yep. get positive ins for sure. You know? And so on that note, um, I think we'll end it here and call it quits. And I want to say thank you to Heather. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for participating in this. I appreciate you and Jesus and my Javi and the kids' lives um, for all the amazing things you contribute to our happiness, which is most important to us. Um, and we couldn't hold you more dear to our hearts because of everything you do and what you say to us. Oh, we appreciate you. Thank you. you. Thank you. And, and to Alicia, um, thank you for becoming my friend out of nowhere where I didn't know I had a friend and for being my um, person that I could confide in, even my ugliest of sides. And you pass no judgment ever to me. And um, you hold me and Javi and the kids up. Um, always, always dishing your best to us as a family because you know how tight we are and you know how important that is to me. Um, we love you, Demario and Lonzo, um, like our own family. And we always worry about you guys. and know that you guys are in our prayers always, wherever you stand at. Thank you. And to my comadre, who I have um, almost no words to say that um, how important you are to us. And thank you for always being there for me, Javi, and the kids and our worst of times when we had no food and at one point almost no home um, but you guys always held your home when you had nothing open to us and let us know how valuable we were to you and in my lowest of times in my life um, you showed me that love conquers all and even if we have nothing we have nothing together with Mitch, which makes everything together um uh, and you know, I've told you that before to you, to your face, how much I love you guys and um, how important you are to us. You know, you, your mom, Chach, your dad, Herb, and of course, Grandma Francis, who is no longer with us, who is absolutely invaluable, even though Charlie told her not to eat her fucking hot dog <laughs> when she didn't have fucking teeth. Grandma Francis <laughs> has no teeth. <laughs> but we, Grandma Francis has no teeth. She's sitting on the fucking swing when the truth... She's trying to save her. She's trying I to guess. help her out. She, she had to have I guess she intentions. did. Grandma Francis really had no teeth to steal Charlie's hot dog, but nevertheless, Charlie accused her of stealing Aww. her fucking hot dog. She's like, you're eating my hot dog, Grandma Francis. <laughs> and Grandma Francis said, I don't even have no teeth. And Charlie's like, Grandma Francis has no teeth. Saying it to the whole fucking party. 16 plus people, Charlie saying it to the world, letting them know that Grandma Francis had no teeth to steal her fucking hot dog. Um, you know, you guys are who make us, and which is why I wanted you guys to be on this podcast tonight. And I think it's really important that we all shared our insight of everything that's going on and um, how important it is for everybody else to know that it's not just me and Javi and my children who make this life. It's everybody who contributes to our lives that make this life of ours so grand and powerful and impactful 
that if we didn't have all of you guys contributing to us every day, we would be not who we are at this very point in second, you know, in our pores, you guys were with us in our highs, you guys were with us. You all are definitely present to know that when I cried, you guys cried when I, uh, laughed tears of happiness. You guys laughed them with yes. us as well, you know? And I think it's really important for humanity to know right now to leave this ending, knowing that, um, it's not just our others who make us, it's everybody around us who make us, including, um, yeah. everybody in the back shadows, you know, um, me and Javi were talking earlier about, I had a gentleman go into the shop a few weeks ago before we closed and he he didn't say it in these words, but he asked, uh, you know, where was my husband? He never seen my husband. And my answer to him was, and like I said, he didn't say it in those words, but that's pretty much what he meant. And my answer to him was that my husband stays right next to me in the darkest and in the lightest. Um, there's never no question where Javi stands next to me because I am the woman I am because he is the man he is. Um, and that sounds true for you guys. I am the person I am because of who I stand. I have standing next to me and that's you guys. Your guys is unrelenting fucking support all the time of every idea I have. It takes an army to make it happen. You guys are part of that army. Yep. You know? <laughs> I think that's important for you guys to know and have under your belt for life. Por vida, to know that por siempre, you guys siempre tienen eso con ustedes, sabiendo que my riches are because of you guys. You three are contributors to those dreams of mine and to hobbies and to the kids. And never fucking sell yourself short of that. Know that your hopes and supports and love and guidance and words contributed to this masterpiece of everything that is to come and it is to pay forth um, which will for our lifetimes you know don't ever let nobody take that shit away from you guys because um, our success is our success you guys have contributed to that and I love you guys for that I appreciate you guys and I, I could never ever in my lifetime tell you guys how grateful I am for you and your unrelenting support for me, Javi, and the kids, um, which means everything to me. I love you, too. Love I love you. you guys. I love you, I appreciate too. you guys always, and we know that together we are stronger, and a community that is fucking rowdy is fucking oh. strongest yep. together. Okay, you guys. Yeah. Buenas noches and thank you so much for doing this. And I hope everybody that's listening in enjoys it. And I hope we offered some sort of realness and insight to everything that is going on with this pandemic and what is the success that is to come after. Because best believe that um, the fighters that get through comes through fucking the toughest. Yep. Yep. Right? Yep. All right. Good night. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Good night. All right. Thank you. Bye.